Welcome back, hip hop purists, to another episode of 40 Years of Hip Hop, where we review and dissect a thousand songs over the span of 40 years, from 1979 to 2019. This is your host with the many Elias, the G Man, aka the G Money, also known as the Incredible G, aka the Shinkuro Gaijin, and now Mr. Hip Hop. Forever Hip Hop is out now. Go check it out at mixcloud.com slash foreverhiphop where we don't only play the hits but have the dopest mix. Never heard before songs, lost songs, unknown selection and album cuts. Go check it out, Forever Hip Hop on Mixcloud. Now let's take a trip down memory lane. I have to dwell into my Shin Kuro Gaijin persona for this memory lane. I'm what they call an otaku. A person having an intense or obsessive interest, especially in the fields of anime and manga. Why do I bring the topic is because on November 14, 2014 was the end of an epic manga. The Naruto manga had it all. It was an epic story of a hero in the making. My reference is in the story, there was always a rivalry between a pair or a duo, such as in Star Wars, the Jedi versus the Sith Lord. To keep it short and simple, for a millennium, after their deaths, the chakra and souls of the sons of the Sage of Six Paths, Indra and Asura Otsutsuki, were continuously reincarnated into their descendants, Madara Uchiha and his rival Ashirama Senju. Hence, to the current time of the manga with the reincarnation of Tunaruto Uzumaki versus his friend rival Sasuke Ushira. After that epic story, I reflected upon the same concept of reincarnation in hip-hop, Rakim vs. Big Daddy Kane, two of my most iconic MCs, and came to the conclusion they were both reincarnated into Nas vs. Jay-Z. In hip-hop, it is rare to revive the energy and the momentum of some rare legends and icons. I came up with this season with the conclusion that MC Light Raw energy it was reincarnated into Sorok DMC, such formidable MCs. But with my latest reviews, I stumbled upon another reincarnation. I mentioned it a little bit in my Volume 3, Episode 99 review of Boss, a dope female artist from 1993. I realized with my current review of Young M.A. that she is the reincarnation of Boss. They have the same energy, rawness, and don't take no for an answer in this male-dominated industry. It's sad for the boss in 93, the industry wasn't ready for her, but now in 2021, Brooklyn rapper Young M.A. is actually doing what boss started back then. Be on the lookout for this week's episode on Friday by my partner in crime, Mr. Ron. He will review MCs Act Like They Don't Know by KRS-One a song that I would have selected from the Blastmaster KRS. Another pioneer MC that still can rap his ass out. After his famous verses with Big Daddy Kane, he released one or two freestyles on the net that are so amazing. This guy will never stop. An incredible MC is. Can't wait to hear Mr. Ron's review. Young M.A. The song Ooh Ooh from the album Her Story in 2016. So what makes this song original? For originality, the song is original in its own way. It's only one long verse, like a monologue. The deep-voiced female MC from Brooklyn could easily be mistaken for a male on the track. For a female rapper, she brings tons of machismo to the table. She proves why she's an MC to watch. 
rhyme after rhyme. Young and me impresses with a flow. Ooh, ooh, is a fantastic introduction showcasing the utmost potential. Ultimately, it's well produced, masterfully wrapped, and infectious enough to get the males MCs in check. The video is simple, depicting Emmy and her crew. Uu is a definite cloudy club banger. And another thing, her persona, her charisma, she has something that draws you. You get hooked, you have to watch and listen till the end. So this is something magical in hip hop. When you have that aura, she was made to do this thing. And for all these reasons, I had to go with a four out of five for originality. There is a discount on music.com and musicalhype.com for more information. A fun fact, Young and me, on the creation process of the song, she quoted, I've been saying ooh-ooh for a year. We've just been randomly saying it. Me and the bros would be like ooh-ooh, and at first, I wasn't going to name the song this way. When I recorded the track, she said, she was saying ooh-ooh on it and she listened to it and was like I'm gonna just call it ooh-ooh and then people will be like what the hell is ooh-ooh people thought it stands for something and it became a classic delivery lyrics and flow Emmy goes on to deliver fierce rhymes and drop some witty punchlines as she flows smoothly from line to line with such an ease on her unique verse which is essentially hookless Save for the nonsensical titular catch line. Ooh, ooh. Young Emmy, most interesting is how open she is about being a lesbian. She presents herself as a butch as opposed to the feminine woman, exemplified by her hard-nosed rhymes. Some of her baddest rhymes comes with a sexual reference often delivered by her male counterpart rappers in the rap game. Recordable. Since it's only one verse, I quoted four sections bars of the song. First, I'll go with Baby give me head, that's a low blow. Them she make me weak when she deep troll. I need a rich bitch, not a cheap hoe. Deep beyond that hate shit, I peep dough. Yo, you would have thought a man was rhyming that thing, you know? And then you got, my brother told me, fuck him, get that money, sis. You just keep on grinding on your hungry shit. Ignore the hate, ignore the fake, ignore the funny shit. Cause a nigga violate, we got a hundred clips. Wow, that's so gangster, you know? Then she brilliantly referenced Sesame Street in the next bars with, yeah, a lie. Why they testing me? Like I don't always keep the hammer next to me. Like I ain't got a hitter to the left of me. Like we ain't in the street more than sesame. Ooh, yo, nice reference, you know? And further down the verse, she delivers more top-notch rhymes drenched in sex. Like, if that's your chick, then why she texting me? Why she keep calling my phone speaking sexually? Every time I'm out, why she stressing me? You call her Stephanie? I call her head for knee. Oh, yo, that was a killer, man. Yo, why she stressing me? She keeps speaking. She keeps texting me, speaking sexually, yo. And then you call her Stephanie, I call her head for me. Yo, that's a nice reference, you know. Yo, for all these reasons, for delivery lyrics and flow, I had to go with a four out of five. Why a four? I need to go higher because... This is like just a sample of what she can do. She has some freestyles or other songs. She's so ill, man. I'll talk about it later. Her lyrical skills is beyond that song. Courtesyofgenius.com for the lyrics.
A fun fact, in 2014, she gained notoriety when her Facebook post criticized the song Brooklyn Chirac. A freestyle to Nicki Minaj and G. Herbo Chirac, the song went viral and opened the doors to her musical career. Drum rolls, please. It's time for a top five. And before I get into the top five, let me just say, when I first heard that song, I was like, she's nice. It's different. And I started to follow her. Then I saw her freestyles on Hot 97's Funk Flesh show, on the LA Lakers show, and official videos of her freestyle. And I was like, whoa, who's that chick? Man? Who is she? And then I was lit and amazed after all that. This MC is really on another level. A rendition of Mob Deep's Quiet Storm Freestyle was the one that made me reconsider and update my top five female MCs list. I remember I gave you my top five during my review of Ciroc the MC, but now I had to flip it a little bit and reconsider everything, you know? So here's my top five female MCs of all time in any particular order. And then I'm done. Rod Digger, Young M.A. She's a newbie on the list. Ciroc the MC, MC Light. And then as a fifth choice, I went with Little Kim. That's my top five female MCs of all time. I know people are gonna argue, comment, or disagree, but bring it on. I'm ready to explain and justify my choices. So that was my top five female MCs of all time. Production and beat. What makes this good or bad? The production work further affirms that song. It's not the flashiest work on the boards, but the spacey production from UW suits her and evokes the East Coast sound perfectly. The producer, multi-platinum producer UW of New York Bangers. It's a company that UW started in 2011 with the goal to provide high-quality instrumentals to artists without breaking their production budget. He grew up on the New York South, so every beat is made as a heavy East Coast influence. In the nearly 10 years since their launch, they have established collaboration with several indie and industry clients through their online beats website with songs heard by millions all over the world. Most famous songs were Young and Me, Body Bag, and Bleed, among others. He also produced Casanova's breakout single, Dot Run, and Dot Run remix featuring Casanova, Fabulous, Young and Me, and Dave East. You gotta go check that out. Their instant beat store sends the tagless instrumental files and contract instantly after you purchase a beat, so you can get started right away on your next record. It's the new way to hire a producer for fast beats, you know? Well, check it out, New York Bangers. It's newyorkbangers.com, if I remember right, the website. As far as samples, the beat contains only two samples. Vocal lyrics from The Eight Day Week by Melvin Van Peebles, 1972. And vocal lyrics from Make It Clap by Buster Rhyme featuring Spliff Tor from 2002. Go to sample.com for the samples and for all these reasons for the beat, the simple mellow beat. You know, I went with a 3.5 out of 5. The beat was maybe too, needed more for me, but it fit well with Mary Young M.A. I couldn't see someone else shine at that point besides her of that beat. Before we get back to the next section, we at 40 Years of Hip Hop use Buzzsprout to broadcast our podcast and get our show listed on every podcast platform is available. So far, our podcast is listed on over 20 platforms, reached 20,000 downloads so far. 
As a Buzzsprout member, you will get a great-looking podcasting platform, an audio player that you can drop into your website, even WordPress. You will also benefit with detailed analytics and tools to promote your episode, like audio-video snippets of your podcast called Soundbites. My favorite benefit is that I get to generate a second revenue by talking about something that I'm passionate about, hip-hop. Think about it. Are you a fan of something? Try podcasting about it. It's easy as one, two, three and can generate you a secondary revenue. Get started for free. No credit card required. Cancel anytime. No contracts. Use the link in our episode notes to let Buzzsprout know that we referred you. And if you sign up after your trial to a paid plan, you'll receive a $20 Amazon gift card and help support our show. Buzzsprout is the way to go. Relevance and longevity. Did it stand a test of time? If so, how? It really did, you know, for a fairly new song, you know, it was less than six years or five years. Modern club banger status, she did it all. She was everywhere after the release of that song. The song charted, number 19 on US Billboard Hot 100, number 5 on US Billboard Hot R&B Hip Hop Songs, number 41 on the Canadian Hot 100. Ooh, ooh was placed as number 11 on Rolling Stone's 50 Best Songs of 2016 list. Billboard rank Ooh, ooh at number 16 on their 100 Best Pop Songs of 2016 list too. Pitchfork also, they listed the song on their 100 Best Songs of 2016 at number 67. The video itself surpassed over 371 million views. The song was certified four times platinum, four million copies. The official remix to the song was released on September 30, 2016 and features a new opening verse by fellow New York City rapper 50 Cent. Yo, represented! In addition, the song was unofficially remixed several times by various rappers such as Remy Ma, French Montana, Esap Ferg, Jada Kiss, Mick Mill, Billy Seagull, Nicki Minaj, The Game, among others. The song was so hard, everybody had to do with their take. The song was covered in one song by Rich Talk in 2016, and it was called Ooh 2. In other media, a character extensively pantomimes the song at a sleepover during the Happy Birthday episode of High Maintenance Show. The song was sampled 16 times. Most notable ones were Silk Road by Ali Ass in 2016, The Pink Print Freestyle by Nicki Minaj 2016, Don't Come Back by Fabs Caltel, the reggae version in 2017, The Ringer by Eminem in 2018, and also These Demons by Eminem featuring Madge in 2020. And for all these reasons, I had to go for Relevance and Longevity with her 4.75 out of 5. A fun fact. Emmy was newly casted to play Frida on the hit series Empire, but she declined her role to concentrate on her musical career. She would have nailed it as the character. Impact. How did the song impact hip-hop culture? The song's impact on hip-hop. After the success of the debut Silker, Young Emmy was nominated for BET and MTV Artists of the Year and Female Hip-Hop Artists of the Year Awards. She began appearing on magazine covers. She has been featured in global ad campaigns for Google Pixel 2, Bits by Dre, and Pandora. She has appeared on a variety of television shows and performed alongside Alicia Keys on The Tonight Show, starring Jimmy Fallon. 
2018, Young Aimee was featured on the Forbes 20 Under 30, the same year she launched the Queen's Foundation with her mother. Young Aimee has also received a proclamation from New York City. Oh, that's real, man. And in such a short time, she did all that, you know, to get a proclamation from New York City. Some rappers have been doing their thing for a while and never had that chance. In 2018, NPR ranked this as number 83 greatest song by a female or non-binary artist in the 21st century, saying, Young M.A. chose the words wisely. The gooey six-vowel hook of a self-release super eat ooh, ooh mimes the sound of the Brooklyn rapper's typical reception as much as it does her own cheeky glee. It's only part of the kerning of the track itself. A numberly cold New York does Atleta banger about family, self-assurance, sex with women, ideas completely par to the courts when it comes to mostly 2010's rap chart breakers. But its tricky beauty is largely in the double take these teams can prompt in light of Emmy's identity and the track's near seamless integration into the modern mainstream. In taking Trap's parlance and fitting it directly onto her image, Emmy, by her own intent, suddenly made being an openly out woman in hip-hop almost a point of indifference. That's nice. That was well said by NPR. The world was hooked on the song that didn't have a hook. Two years after Bobby Schmurder's hit Hot Nigger, a song that I, re- uh, that I will review for its impact on hip-hop in the last decade, She's just another fierce Brooklyn swagger, once again scorched the summer of 2016 without a hook with her superb song, but this time it was the voice of a woman that caused the world to dance instead of a man. 2016 was completely taken over by young M.A.'s ooh-ooh. And for all these reasons, 4 Impact had to go with a 4.5 out of 5. A fun fact. Young Emmy is the founder of the Queen's Foundation, a foundation that helps those residing in her East New York neighborhood overcome the grief and trauma that comes with the loss of a loved one. It's for women and men, kings and queens, she said. She got her mother involved because she sadly lost her son, Emmy's brother, in 2009. May he rest in peace. Young Emmy said, no matter how much success you have in life, you still go through those struggles and still go through that pain. Yes, indeed, she's right. So, for a total recap, so I went with originality with a 4 out of 5, delivery, lyrics, and flow with a 4 out of 5, for beat production, a 3.5 out of 5, relevance and longevity, a 4.75 out of 5, impact, 4.5 out of 5, for a total of 20.75. That sums up to 83%. That's a good score. Thank you, fellow hip-hop purists, for tuning in our podcast at 40yearsofhiphop.bossproud.com and clicking on the support of us hard icon to buy us a coffee so that we can continue our weekly podcast journey until we reach 1,000 episodes. We're also available on all other major podcast platforms, YouTube. Follow us on social media at 40 Years of Hip Hop on IG, Twitter, and Facebook. Links in our podcast notes. We've also made Feedspot's top 45 hip hop podcast list at number 16. Go check the list. Links in the notes. I'll be back next week with I Shouldn't Have Done It by Slick Rick, the ruler. This is the G-Man signing out, and I'm Howdy 5000. Peace. <laughs>